Hey, guys. Huh. Check this out. Welcome to Check This Out, a podcast where we take an analytical view of the media that appeals to us as, as individuals and why. I am El, your host, and with me today is special guest and enemy of the show, Duragai. Hello. Please introduce yourself and give us a bit about yourself. Yeah, so uh, I'm Duragai. I live in Denmark. I am 31 years old. I have yet to be offered a vaccine in this trying time. Um <laughs> Yeah, else, else I um, play a lot of video games. It's uh, kind of why I'm here today to talk about them video games. Yeah. So, obviously, you're bringing something to the table that you enjoy and are passionate about. Uh, would you care to talk a little bit about it in your own words? Yes. So, I'm, I'm bringing you the big, expensive uh, ARPG called Path of Exile. Uh, it is a game in the style of Diablo. Uh, it was very much inspired by Diablo 2 uh, as a, and as a um, more complex and confusing alternative to Diablo 3. <laughs> cool. Um, so I have my prepared list of questions that are designed to delve a little bit deeper into that enjoyment of yours, if that's all right. Definitely. All righty. So... Question one. Imagine I was someone who'd been recently awoken from a coma, resurrected from being frozen in ice, or even some inanimate object gifted, gifted knowledge of modern times and sentience. So essentially, I know what media is, but I've never experienced any. How would you explain Path of Exile without comparing it to something that I wouldn't know? As long as you know what a video game is. Yeah. Um... It is a game where you kill monsters and get stuff, and you try to make uh, your character as powerful as it can be to to save the world. Um, and it is a it's a game where the interesting part is how much time and thinking you put into it. It's a lot about planning, and of course, like making use of cool items you find in the game. So when you when you encounter something you haven't seen before, you learn what it is, you you try to make your own thoughts about it, and then you build on the knowledge you already have. Hmm. Uh, sort of roguelike in its uh, in progression. Almost well, it's it's a Diablo style progression where you hmm. basically the game resets every three months or four months now. They've just recently changed that. Hmm. Fair enough. Uh, that was a little bit off off the question, but eh, I was curious. Yeah, it's perfectly fine. It's 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 a big thing. So, question two: Hypothetically, our positions are reversed, and I'm guesting on your immensely popular and award-winning podcast. I've just answered the previous question with your response verbatim. What stood out the most to you? That the knowledge and effort I put in. Inc- well, increase my enjoyment of the game, or like help me move forward. That it is, mm. 
yeah, it's building my own knowledge rather than the game just giving you everything. Yeah, rather than just being the same thing every time and you don't need to bother with anything. Yeah. So question three. Uh, we can tell that this is something that you do in fact care about, but what got you to give it a chance in the first place? So I tried to play it several times first when it was still in early, early release and in beta. And it was just like a group thing of like, hey, that's this thing. It kind of looks like Diablo. It could be fun. You can play up to six people together. And it was very early development. And I tried it and I was like, eh, whatever. And then came back years later with another friend. I was like, so Path of Exile is like, good now. Do we want to play together? It's like, yeah, sure, let's play together. And then I just fell into a hole of like, oh, this game got really good. So more like having an opportunity to do something with a friend. Yeah, having having someone that I really enjoy discussing games with, playing this complex game where we're talking about bills, we're talking about like items we find, we share resources, and just like having someone to, to enjoy it with. Fair enough. I mean, things like that are getting harder to do these days, I feel. It definitely is. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Um, so question four, for some people, a sense of community and like-mindedness are integral to their enjoyment of something. To your knowledge, is there a community around Path of Exile that you're aware of? And if so, what are they like? Yes, uh, there is a massive community around this game. And <laughs> a lot of the outside resources we use in the game are all community built, which I think is really cool. Several people have made these tools, uh, have been later hired by the company that makes the game, Grinding Gear Games. Um, but yeah, there's a massive community. There's uh, a bunch of YouTubers who, of course, make content. Uh, there's a lot of streamers that are very varied in what they do. Like um, some of the most popular ones are someone like Mathil, who makes a lot of interesting builds and focuses on entertaining. He cosplays at the start of every season as one of the characters from the game. And like, um, and more and more streamers have been brought in. Then you have someone like Imperium Gaming, who is currently not playing because of a because of a ban for this season. Because he focuses very much on group play and how to really optimize and be like the first to do something new and interesting each season. So like he's done like challenges for like how can I get the most energy shield in the game, and then like broke all records. And... Yeah, uh, they don't have any like unilateral uh, reputation around that you know of? Um, most of the streamers, tend, at least the ones that have risen to the top, tends to be very helpful, uh, to a degree, of course. There's, there's sometimes when it's like, you can look this up yourself rather than having me spend time telling you. Uh, but there's also the quote-unquote dark side to the community, as there always is, when you go on the subreddits and everyone tells you you're an idiot. Yeah. Because you haven't played for 5,000 hours and don't know everything yet. <laughs> yeah, but as opposed to like a League of Legends where you you don't even have to play, you are vaguely aware that the community is problematic at best, I would say. <laughs> and the thing with Path of Exile is you can also just opt out of certain parts of the community and kind of just... Because a lot of it is the, the sites that provide resources or help you plan builds and stuff like that all community made, but you can just download them or you can just use them without someone explicitly telling you how they function. 
And I imagine it's the kind of game where that's not necessary to to enjoy it. Whereas something like a Minecraft, it's like if you get started in that, you, at least as far as I remember, you needed some like Wikipedia stuff in the, in the background. I think eventually in Path of Exile, you tend to start to need some of those resources just to accelerate learning, right? Like, because the usual saying is your first two or three characters will not make it to the end game uh, just because you don't know how the game works. There's a lot of like, Path of Exile is a game that discriminates between the word uh, increased and more. Those are very two different distinct words in the game. Mm. And not everyone, like, and then you'll need to some things that interact in weird ways and it's the complexity of the game right so might as well use these five years of information everyone has gathered yeah the standing on the shoulders of giants indeed indeed cool uh so question five there are many aspects of media that resonate differently with different people what is your favorite part of path of exile this is for a lot of the community a very weird answer I'm going to give, but the characters in the game, the NPCs you encounter, the big bosses and the storylines around them. Um, yeah, that's that's a fair answer. I mean, you do, sometimes like you don't get a very well-written game if it's too much action, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Like the, it, it's just it's all the small things of when you encounter one of the uh, NPCs in the wild, or when you every ten minutes when you go back to base to like empty out the inventory, vendor all the stuff you don't want, just a little lines from the characters and the like how you how you designed your own hideout and all that stuff. I think really, like, it's very aesthetically my jam. I mean, just from the description, it's oh God, what's the? I, now I've just started talking without remembering the name of the game. Um, Path of Exile. No, um, it oh, reminds me of uh, Torchlight. That's what I'm thinking of. Somewhat, yeah. In that aspect, I'll say, yeah. And yeah, I, mean, it's, I, I get the impression it's a kind of similar designed game. From yeah, the I mean, same no, sort of inspiration. Like yeah, this is just like, if, if like Diablo 2 was dark, this is like you dug even deeper down into the darkness, like you dug too deep and too greedily into the dark fantasy. Well, I mean, that does scratch some of my itches. Um, question six, following on from the previous question, what do you think would appeal most to the general public? And that's the thing about Path of Exile. I think the thing that probably would appeal the most is you can just go in and, and once you kind of set yourself up, this is the problem. Setting yourself up is the problem. But once you have that, you can kind of play in these short 10, 15 minute stints. Just go in, do a map, take a break, do whatever. Like It's not a game that requires long play sessions. You can do that. It's, of course, more efficient to do that. But if you just want to like log in, play for 10, 20 minutes, maybe find a cool item. Hmm, like start it up, jam on it for a bit, and then just be done. Yeah, it's, it's a very short like at least the farming part of the game is a very short cycle hmm. and you're constantly making a little bit of progress towards like finding a new big boss fight or hopefully finding a like because everything can almost like, almost everything can drop everywhere there's always that like 
But what if the next monster I kill drops this big item that I can use or sell on the market? Mm. It would it kind of like the the Final Fantasy problem in reverse, I guess. It's like, but if I have all these potions, I might need them. But if I use them, I might need them. Yeah. It's like just around the corner could be the next big thing. Do I risk it or do I stop? Yeah, like, yeah. Do I, like, and I think of like, there's always at least some reward for just playing a little bit. It's not like the, hmm. it's not as bad as the big grind fests in some other video games these days for, you might get a skin. Woo-hoo. Yeah. And it's not like a, um, a reward thing where it's like, oh, you played for three hours today. That is the minimum we want you to do. Yeah. It's like, you can like, I do that sometimes. Like I'll just take a week off because I feel like a burnout at the start of the season because I play a lot every new season and it's like, I'll take a week off and then come back and play again mm. and everything is still there fair enough uh, question seven say that I do end up enjoying this because of your excellent recommendation what would be your number one follow-up so it doesn't need to be a sequel or anything but where would I look if I wanted something along the same lines um uh, which one would I recommend? I think right now I would say Last Epoch uh, is still in beta, but it is a game that sits very comfortably between Path of Exile and Diablo in its complexity and has some pretty cool, interesting systems that could be developing for that game. Else, like Diablo 3. I mean, yeah, the, just because something's like a, a big name doesn't mean that you shouldn't give it a go. I think those are my two like big ARPGs at the moment, besides Path of Exile. <laughs> oh, I, I know the feeling that like Slay the Spire and things have just been really digging their claws into me. Oh yeah, I want you. Um so question eight. Sometimes our engagement with a piece of media comes from a position of relativity. Is is there a character that you can relate to? Or is this not uh, a character heavy kind of thing, even as you've acknowledged the NPCs? Uh, I think, like, I won't say that's necessarily a specific character, but there is, like, a... There's very much a theme in the game between uh, Sana, who is the, like, one of the main NPCs you interact with in the endgame, uh, and the previous storyline, which has ended for her, like, where she goes to find her father and the thing and like it that's very much like this long thing of like we don't actually know what we're doing we're just trying to to solve our own little problems in this vast empty multi-dimensional murder house hmm. so it's like and everyone kind of, has issues everyone has issues and everyone is trying trying their own little thing to fix and it's all very big and confusing and we don't know things we do how they impact the broader spectrum i think that's like like there's a lot of me like i'm just trying to do my own thing and and i i don't know how the world does anything that's which is basically just life it's like i'm trying to just get by myself and there's a lot of things happening i don't know and probably have no idea about knowing how to know it exactly Hmm. So question nine, 
A lot of these types of interviews rely on the question of what would you bring with you to a desert island in order to get to know someone. But that's not this show. What we ask instead is to picture this scenario. You're on a desert, a deserted island with no hope of rescue, but food, water and shelter have all been taken care of so that you won't succumb before your natural time. You've also been provided with a single piece of media and the means to engage with it. And for you, it is Path of Exile. How frequently do you utilise it and how long would it take for you to be sick of it? See, that's the thing, because like, I love this game. Do I get the regular updates is the question. I would say no. So yeah, whatever the, 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 cur- the current state of it, that's it. Okay, so I'm playing standard, basically. Because uh, <laughs> that's a game mode, it's basically that. Um, there's so many things I'm going to try in the game that I don't have time to do. So probably, like, I'll probably overdo it immediately. Because um, I do that every four months. <laughs> Uh, but there's just like so much to try in that game. Like eventually you're gonna run out, of course. But mm. early and often, I think is the best answer. Yeah, and I guess it depends on how much you like. You just push through it as to how long it would take for you to just be sick of it forever. Yeah, because like I, I like weird small optimization things. So like, how fast can I get a character to end game? How quickly can I do this other thing? And like then do it again and again and again to optimize. Now, is there like a, a radiant quest type system at the end game or does it have a fixed end point? So it has a fixed end game, but uh, you can always keep playing. Like that's a final boss you can kill, but mm. it just, just like kind of you... wraps, up, wraps up the story, but you can still play that character. Yeah, like you, you save at the final save point but never go through to the final boss type of thing? Or is it, oh, you've killed it, there's no more story, just go have fun? Well, you can go back and farm that final boss again and again too because every boss has unique items they drop. So like, oh, I want to kill... Uh, the current end boss is called Cirrus, uh, who is a former player character, basically. Uh, that's how they advance the story, is that the what? current bad guy is a former player character that went crazy. Um, as you do. <laughs> So again, a lot of this end game in this in this game is about farming items and either selling them or using them yourself or making new characters and all that kind of stuff. So it's mm. it's why they refresh every four months to like get everyone yeah. back on the same footing. Yeah, so it's not like something where it's just exponential growth forever. Eventually, there's going to be a cap. Yeah, you hit a plateau of like these are like the best items I can kind of get on this character, and it, it can do everything now. So. Mm. But that is all the questions that I had for you. So thank you for indulging me. Well, it was a fun time. Uh, hopefully that's given people a little bit of a, bit, a deeper insight into your perspective. Uh, but before I ruin the show by just talking myself for a bit, it's time for everyone's favorite part, a word from the sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. We love you so much. Now, I have a follow-up review from last episode's Enemy of the Show and self-proclaimed Ghost Haunting Your Non-Existent Attic, Aaron, and their recommendation of the Black Cat anime. Is this something that you're familiar with? It, it is not. I don't, I don't really watch much, like, watch much stuff. Hmm. I mean, fair enough. Um, going into the episode, I had read some of the manga that it's based on because it's an adaptation. Uh, but then seeing the the animated version was interesting, certainly. It's 
I think still more action than I typically prefer in a story. So, I mean, it's enjoyable. I did like it. I probably will watch the rest of it, but it's, I don't think it's going to top out like my top list. Then uh, Sven is the best character if you or anyone decide to partake of this anime. So I think I would give it a two and a half out of five, to be fair. Now, before we wrap up this, the final ever episode of Check This Out for this recording session, and the sixth time that I've made this joke, please, would you be able to tell the audience where they might find you online and if you have anything to spruik? So yeah, um, basically, if you find a Duru guy online, it is very likely to be me or one of my accounts I forgot the password to. <laughs> um, I'm currently working on a YouTube series I'm going to start up soon, uh, which is basically just a um, campaign diary of my current D&D campaign, because we just started last week, and it's the thing I want to do. Hmm. So if I can be bothered, that. I'll be, be adding some like written material to it as well on a on a WordPress blog that I'll link on the YouTube videos. So there you go, something to look out for for you people out there. And on that note, I've been Al. I've been Guy. And this has been Check This Out, a podcast of media positivity. And remember, a bear in a glass house is worth two in the woods. That's a lot of bears. <laughs>